Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio, and today we are rejoined by uh, uh, a very Mike. tired... <laughs> Mike, my name is Mike. <laughs> I wasn't forgetting your name, man. Uh, okay. Did did you imagine? I've known you since sixth grade. <laughs> it's like, hey, what's this dude's name? That's okay, Phil. <laughs> you monster. Uh, unless it's Phil Tippett. Who had one job. I'm dinosaur supervisor. He had one job. Dinosaur supervisor. He had one job. And he failed. People died, Phil. Um, well, we're already off to a good start. Great start. A fantastic start. Uh, one up me. <laughs> uh, so we are clearly rejoined by the always funny and awesome Mike Knowles. Uh, Mike, how you doing, man? Oh, not too, no, not, not too bad. <laughs> not too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> what accent is that? It's a really bad Irish accent. <laughs> not too bad. Tola, lola, lola. <laughs> it's like trying to watch Keanu Reeves and Brands, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dracula. Have you ever seen that? No. No, it's messed up. Yeah. I I couldn't actually watch it. There was just too much where I'm like, I can't do this. I'm out. And then I'm hearing stuff. I'm like, what is this movie? Although, to give him full credit, any brief time I heard Gary Oldman and saw him, I was like, dude's awesome. So Yeah, he's pretty solid. He's Gary Oldman. He's Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Let's have these ones. Yes. And today we are again uh, sponsored, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, by uh, Tetley's Orange Pico Tea and good old Bark Barn. Bark Barn. <laughs> Bulk barn, although uh, I'd love some of that bark barn money as well. Yeah, that, that's dog food store. I that's guess. the dog food bulk barn. Oh my gosh, we have oh. a million dollar idea. Bulk barn already has dog food. Dang it! But bulk, bark barn could have more. It could be the it could be dedicated to dog. Food. It could be this. It could be the sub, uh, the sub store within a store. Remember, uh, good old Toys R Us. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> You still got Toys R Us. Is it still in Ontario? Yeah, sure. What? Canadian ones didn't die. American ones did. Oh, okay. And now I'm a lot happier. Um, awesome. Yeah, I saw everybody being upset about Toys R Us dying. And I there's not any around here. So I was just like, no. no they're still around. Nice. Passed one on the way here. Uh, Mike worked at a Toys R Us. Actually. I did. It was my dream. And did you enjoy the job? Yeah, the people were good. And you got us some sweet Star Wars toys. Oh, yeah. I got boxes of Star Wars toys to go with the boxes I already had. <laughs> I got so many Star Wars toys, I don't know what to do with them. Yep. Yeah. No, that's fair. If you ever sell them, you could sell them. <laughs> well, there you go. Very good. <laughs> yep. Well, we're off to a great start. This is going great. <laughs> this is... I'm enjoying my nut mixture. <laughs> my Garden of Eaton. Garden of Eaton. Yep. Found in Bulk Barn. That's right. Uh... All right, so let's try to get locations to serve you better. <laughs> I don't know how many locations I have, but it's got to be a lot. Oh, There's boy. two within driving distance of my home. There's a number. I mean, within short, within within the same distance. Ah, I just burned my finger. Well. So, listener, uh, as I said, we are sponsored, in quotation marks, by uh, Tetley's Orange Pico Tea, which Mike and I are drinking because, one, tea is delicious. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping it's nutritious. But also, we are both quite tired, <laughs> and we need a, a wake-up jolt. Uh, yes. And I accidentally just dipped my finger in my boiling hot tea. 
It it hurts. Uh, (laughs) Wow. So, Mike, let's try to get to today's topic, which is... This is going so well. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've been I've been given feedback recently where it's like, hey, when you have a topic, you should focus on it. Uh, <laughs> Don't you shut up. <laughs> which I've gotten a lot of feedback from a lot of people recently, and saying, why don't you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of my podcast? Why don't you shut up? <laughs> I I can't say that's happened, but I, I will share a funny story about so. We've got the our, we've got our merch site on uh, Redbubble where we do all our shirts, our phone cases, and all that. The other day at work, I was wearing my One Cross Radio sweater, and <laughs> towards the end of the night, a couple of the youth and the volunteers they actually noticed my sweater and they're like, "Oh, One One Cross Radios, what's that?" And it's I don't know about you guys, especially if you have your own projects, Mike. You might you might understand this, where it's difficult to kind of like plug yourself yeah i'm not i'm not into self-promotion yeah where it's uh it, it, it's a necessary thing like i'll promote the i promote one cross radio on my facebook on it on its facebook on instagram on the website and all that and through the through the merchant stuff uh and other people like cardboard Cornania have been wonderful in sharing it hector mirae has been awesome in sharing it um which has been great, but that's that's not like, hey, I'm wearing this thing that I do that I want you to check out. So it was it was kind of awkward for me. And they're like, oh, One Cross Radio, what's that? Is that a radio station? I was like, ah, no. And they're like, oh, so so what is it? I was like, it's a it's a podcast. They're like, is it any good? No, it's terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. And I'm like, I'm trying not to be self deprecating, but it's also odd for me to like promote myself and big myself up and be like hey I'm awesome and you should think I'm awesome and all that so I'm just like well I hope so and there's just kind of this awkward silence and they're like is this something you're involved in I'm like yeah it's my podcast and I'm just like ah it would just be so much easier if I could just be like hey this is my podcast you should check it out Mm -hmm. um yeah so uh back to the topic at hand uh, I did get feedback from people, so thank you so much for the feedback. Uh, it's great to get it. I love constructive criticism. None of it was, why don't you shut why up? Don't you shut up? <laughs> uh, so, let's get to actually the topic at hand today. Today we are talking about uh, a, a kind of very topic, actually. We're looking at sequels, reboots, and I guess film franchises in general. Um because it's it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. Hey, uh, there are so, like a cr- common criticism I see, especially as the superhero genre has taken off and gotten to be the mostly wonderful thing that it is now, that I'm hoping won't end anytime soon. Uh, <clears throat> a common criticism of movies throughout the years—they're all just reboots or sequels or part of a larger franchise. There's no standalone movies anymore. This is true. Yeah. And at times if... It, which is for, it can be the case for the temple pictures. It's not so much for uh, like the end of the year Oscar bait season or the smaller movies or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, Mike. <laughs> mm-hmm. How can I help you? Yeah. Uh, what... I guess uh, let's let's focus on sequels first. Okay. Uh, sequels tend to get a bum rap. Uh, 
uh, nine times out of ten, they are like it's viewed as sequels are inherently inferior films than the, than their originals. Yes, they're um, much anticipated, but much maligned. Do you think it's something that's just done as a cash grab, or is there something? Is there a good way to do it? And are there some sequels that you find? while maybe not as good as the original, are underrated. And what are some sequels you'd point to that are, that's better? That's a loaded series of questions. It is. Uh, Hopefully this... Uh, are they just a cash grab? It's, uh, technically, yes. I think it's very rare that they're just making another one to continue a story uh, rather than make money because the first one was successful. Um, Unless it's something pre-planned like Star Wars or Lord of the Rings yeah. where... Well, was, I wouldn't say Lord of the Rings were sequels. They were three installments. Yeah, or what well, the original trilogy was as well. Yeah. But they knew it was going to keep going. Sure. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> what... What were your other questions? <laughs> what, were, what are some good sequels? Yeah, or what? Yeah, what are some sequels... That you'd point to that you would say are are good sequels, even though they're not as good as the original. And not then the second the part original. is what are some sequels that you would say are as good or even better than the original? Well, ones that are good but not as good as the sequel. The original. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> not as good as the original. Um. Like certain comedy sequels, often they're often comedy sequels are really bad, but there are some that are still good. Like, I don't want to say just teen comedies, that's not a very good example. But, but no, 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 I, I, I've got some in mind. Sorry, and when you said teen comedies, I'm like, those are rarely ever good to begin with, like well, in a good category yeah, to begin with, but uh. Yeah, I can't think of any that are... I mean, there are some like, that I could point to and say, oh, yeah, that's a really good one, but... Okay, like, going back to our previous podcast, X-Men Apocalypse is a sequel. It's not terrible. Yeah. But it's not very good either. And it's not good as, as Days of Future Past or First Class. Or X-Men 2. Or, or X-Men or, 2. Or, or X-Men 1. most X-Men movies. Yeah. Um, but it's still watchable. Yeah. Um, that was a bad example. <laughs> you know, what ones that are better as better better than the originals? That there's the the standard ones like Empire and Terminator Two and um, Godfather Two is often quoted as better than the first, but I disagree. Um, as long as you don't say Godfather Three is the better one. <laughs> there's some. Okay, there's like there's things in Godfather Three that I enjoy, but not because they're good, but because I can like make jokes about them, like oh, Charles, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, there are good elements of Godfather Three there, Three though. Um, what's another good sequel? I'm drawing blanks here. Help me out. Man. Yeah. Um, so you you mentioned Empire, which is Empire's great, and that's the one. Especially if you're doing a trilogy story, that's the one to model that's off the of. De facto. Um, if you're doing, I'd say if you're doing a non uh, like trilogy sequel, then you want to. It's a phrase. You you want to go Wrath of Khan on it. 
Uh, I don't know if you've seen the original nope. Star Wars, uh, Star Trek movie. Sorry. Just oh boy, the Trekkies are coming at me again, uh, and I'm, I'm one of them. Uh, You're wearing a red shirt. Ah. <laughs> I know the Trek. <laughs> uh, you're not a fan of the Trek, are you? Not really. I enjoyed the new movies, but yeah, fair enough. I wasn't like, oh yeah, live long and prosper. I love it. Um, <laughs> Wrath of Khan is uh, heads and tails and like CN towers sizes better than Trek the motion picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is everything that the first Trek movie should have been. Um, so if you're making, if you're, especially if you've done a, a first movie that didn't exactly light the world on fire or anything, or satiate your fandom or anything like that, then that's the one to look at. It is definitely better. And it's yeah. in the top Trek movies. Uh, I put Rocky Balboa at the, probably at the same level as Rocky one. And it has more, movie. it has more rewatchability for me than the first Rocky does. Oh, yeah, I can rewatch those movies. Yeah. I've rewatched Creed a lot lately. Yeah. Creed Creed is another one where after like the whole point of Rocky Balboa is Stallone being like, "Look, I'm really sorry for Rocky 5." Yeah. <laughs> let me make it up to you. Let, let me end, let me end this the right way and then it was wonderful so then when they announced Creed it's like don't don't do that. You just you ended it so well. Like why risk that? Creed was wonderful. So now we're yeah. in a position where Creed two is coming out. I think next month, and or the or November. It's right. November, yeah. Sorry, Thanksgiving in America that is yeah. coming out. Not Thanksgiving in Canada. Who do they have to be thankful for? <laughs> oh my gosh. No, that's on how I met your mother when. And one of the characters, Barney, he he learned he was talking about Canada, and he always has his disdain for Canada. And he talks about Canadian Thanksgiving. He says, "What do they even have to be thankful for in Canada?" I turn that around, America. <laughs> I've seen you on the news. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so now we're in that position with Creed too, where I'm like. Creed was so good, and now we're bringing in Ivan Drago's kid, where it it looks well made, but part of me is waiting for that shoe to drop, where it's just like, oh, is it is it going to be bad? Why risk it? Um, as for sequels that were, oh, uh, Fast and the Furious only improved when they got to, when they added the Rock in Fast Five, <laughs> and then the last ones of just the last. Five through eight are a lot of fun and fun movies for me. Yeah. Um, the lot as for sequels that aren't better, yeah. but are still good. Jaws two, yeah, is de facto the second best Jaws movie. But even if you take it out of well, Jaws three and four are horrible. Yeah, and you couldn't possibly make a worse Jaws movie than Jaws four. Um, Jaws two is a really solid movie. It's it's not nearly as good as the first one, but it it doesn't try to be. It try like it ends up being its own thing. They yeah. can't recreate the horror of seeing the shark for the first time, so they show it a lot more. Oh, but they yeah. burn its face, so it has a little bit more menace. Have you seen Jaws two in a while? No, I haven't. Oh, it's it's fun, man. Um, you know, it's a movie. I think you were just about to say this. A movie that's good, but not as good as the original is The Lost World. Jurassic yes, Park. that was my next one. Yeah, The Lost World is. People mock its ending, like its third act so much, where I'm just like, as a kid, I wanted to see the T-Rex on the mainland. 
Yeah. And I got it, and I, w- I was fine with it. Yeah, I don't know why people say that's not a good movie. Yeah. It's, it's not, not as good. It's not as good, no, but it's still a good movie. And, like, tell me about the terror of Don't Go Into the Long Grass. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's a scary scene. And the scene where the Rexes are teased where it's they're suddenly tree whole trees shaking yeah because you can't recreate the vibration in the ground or the, in the glass in particular yeah so they up the ante and then the rex attack on the rv thing was yeah it's all was, good stuff was great and poor eddie Carr getting poor ripped in eddie, half that's that's traumatizing yeah great movie yeah like, I, I i really enjoy that one i don't get the hate i guess i don't People are just hate is be hating, you know. Yeah, hate is be hating. <laughs> Haters be hating. Um, is yeah, there but... a better more metaphor for life than hate is be hating? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes, there is. <clears throat> uh, they're like, yeah. Inherently, sequels most of the time aren't as good, but mm. I wouldn't even always categorize them as a cash grab. Like, in theory, yes, you're continuing on something that was successful. And with movies, of course, you want to tell a story, but a studio's endgame is to make money. Yes. But you can do it well as well. A superhero franchise, I'm not, I wouldn't automatically say is going for a cash grab because some are. Marvel's been doing it where Honest Trailers a couple years ago pointed out where they're like, it's almost Marvel's picking their projects on a dare. Where they just they busted out Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. they busted out Ant Man, which mm. outside of comic book fans is like, what? Yeah, it's, it's laughable. It's laughable to think of Ant Man, but he's 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 a key Avenger that should yeah. have been there earlier. But Agreed. That's another story. And DC is doing Aquaman, which it's... that show <laughs> that's, that friggin' uh, Super Best Friends Super show. Super Friends. Super Friends. It it made Aquaman a joke. Yeah. It reduced him to a joke. And Jeff Johns did a great run on the character. And thankfully, this movie looks like it's heavily lifting from that great run. So as a fan, I'm excited. But it's you're not doing an Aquaman movie isn't an obvious cash grab. If it was just cash grabs, then they'd be like, no, we're not even going to try anything beyond Batman and Superman, which is all Warner Brothers had done for a while. Yeah. Um. Yeah, sequels can be good. They can also be bad. They can kill a franchise. Uh, oh, yeah. Matrix just needed one story. Yeah. And then the sequels got progressively worse. And it's hard to think of the Matrix in a good way without being like, oh, those ruined it. Yeah, they really tarnished things. Just like for a long time, um, the prequels, the Star Wars prequels tarnished Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, and with and with Rocky, like, actually, yeah, we were talking about Rocky earlier and earlier in this podcast. Like, that's an interesting franchise to look at. Yeah, I really enjoyed them. Yeah, Rocky is the first one was a great movie, and then the second one was a really solid sequel. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the only way they could have gone. Rocky three is is a fun watch. Uh, people have a lot of great memories of Rocky Four, but anytime I watch it, I'm like, it's it's my second least favorite. Even with Ivan Drago, I like Drago, but it's it when you boil it down to Rocky ends the Cold War. 
That's it, the best. <laughs> Single-handedly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of weird. Uh, and then Rocky Five is, is just the worst. Yeah, I haven't seen Five, but I hear it's terrible. It's... It's so weird because they were like, we want to go to a back to basics. So he loses his house. He loses his fortune. He he's can't, brain damaged. He's brain damaged. So he can't box anymore. Yeah. And then the whole movie is like, he's back in his little piddly apartment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from the first one and his life's fall, falling apart. And yeah. his relationship with his son is awful because he mistreats his son or his son feels like he's mis- mistreating him. Yeah. Because he's focusing on training this young upstart boxer and Tommy Gunn Tommy Gunn and then it ends in a street fight which yeah. could be interesting but it just wasn't yeah. and yeah Rocky Five is just not good yeah I want to see it just to see how bad it is it's one of those movies you know? yeah yeah I feel like I've probably seen parts of it like I've seen parts of all the movies just I don't know which one I'm watching sometimes <laughs> <laughs> With and with certain ones of these franchises that's understandable Rambo, like, First Blood is very much his own movie, and it would hard, be hard to confuse yeah. First Blood with Rambo 2 or Rambo 3, or especially John Rambo. <laughs> um, yeah. But then Rambo 2 and 3 are so similar in over-the-top style and tone that they could be interchangeable, because they shoot people with exploding, explosive-tip bow and arrows. Yeah, yeah. Which is just wonderful. I enjoyed Rambo, the uh, last one. I did as well, but it's just messed up. It gets crazy heavy. Yeah, it does. And I get that they were going for somewhat realism, but like limbs are flying by giant bullets. It's, yeah. Throats are ripped out. That's oh, stuff yeah. I did not need to see. It's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting explosive tip bow and arrows, or maybe the slightly more serious take that we got with First Blood, where I think in First Blood, one person dies. A lot of people got horrifically injured yeah but it it was different it was a good movie Mm -hmm. with franchises just to segue (laughs) that have had sequels it's interesting let's look at Predator yeah like it it just had a sequel that I think has gone out with a whimper I don't know I don't think it made many much money I haven't seen it I haven't heard Uh, the uh, many good things I was going to see it but I heard it was terrible so Um, stay away there's a like that's a franchise that I feel like should work, but they they haven't cracked it yet. Yeah, I don't know. Is 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 it that difficult? I guess it is to make a a good Predator movie. Like and now, part of it might be the the first the first one was borderline perfect. Uh, I watched it recently, and Honest Trailers did a great Honest Trailer for it in the lead up to yeah they made a great suggestion where it was. Uh, like it, it could get re-released and outside of one uh, line of some, some homophobic dialogue yep outside of some homophobic dialogue from Jesse Ventura uh, like that one line if you just cut that from the movie and you could probably re-release it today with there being no problems although Shane's black character would probably not fly yeah probably not yeah uh, well, maybe yeah yeah he was my least favorite in the movie anyway, so... You have to rewrite some jokes. Yeah. But the rest of the movie, it's great. It's a great film. It holds up to this day. Oh, yeah, it holds up totally. And it's prob- it's one of the best Arnie movies, outside of, like, T2 or... Commando. Command- uh, Commando's great, but in a... Commando's interesting. Commando's great if you just, like, 
don't expect to be serious about anything. And it's it's it flirts the line with like I at times I can't tell are you going for parody? Are you going for serious? And yeah. missing the mark so much like yeah, it's it's you just have to enjoy it. You can't think about it. Yeah, and it, an amazing pure steel drum soundtrack the entire movie. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> so out of place. No, because they're in they're on a Caribbean island. Valverde's. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Fictional. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I'm wondering if with the pre- uh, the first Predator movie, and they keep going back to the well with it, like, Predator 2 is... I enjoy it. It's not at nearly as good as the first one, but that's another one where I'd be like, it's alright. Yeah. Uh, Predators, the one that came out in 2010, I, I still really dig, and it... Yeah. It was the one that, even though it was still a bunch of the same, it tried to do some different stuff with it. Yeah. I remember... I don't think I liked that movie. I remember there were some things I found interesting. But I only saw it the one time back when it came out, so I don't remember much of it. But uh, I like that there was a reference that uh, to the original in, in the movie. Yeah. Which was good. I remember... Uh, Back when we were in our watered-down apartment one night, Jill's like, let's watch a movie. I was like, sure, what one? She's like, I don't know, pick a blockbuster, one we haven't watched in a while. Yeah. And I threw on Predators. Oh, yeah. And she's like, what kind of blockbuster is this? I was like, well, it came out during blockbuster season. It yeah, works. It works. Sure. <laughs> it's like, no, it wasn't the movie she was expecting, and it was super yeah. tense at points and messed up. Yeah. But, I, I, like, that's when I enjoy I'm just... I'm wondering why, like, what's the formula they need to crack? Because it seems like, okay, well, we couldn't crack it, so let's just keep going back to the well of recreating the first movie. But that's boring. It's been done, and it hasn't been done better than the first movie. Yeah, I, I, just, I don't know where they could go with it. Which is why I'd be interested if they could... Uh, Alien... Alien is a franchise that I think is in similar territory where it's they're trying to crack the formula for a good sequel or prequel yeah. where that's one we could talk about in the reboot thing as well because yeah. or prequel stuff like Prometheus originally was just going to be a straight up prequel where it was yeah. going to be on LV whatever but the planet of the first one and then jump off from there but it's like there that's your point of how we got to the first planet yeah except then they decided to go it's it's in the same universe but it's not the same stuff yeah which is kind of frustrating because now if you want the prequel you got you have to tell a story of how very similar stuff happened just later yeah alien covenant i know a, not a lot of people enjoyed it i really liked it i thought it was interesting yeah it was to me it was excellent yeah it, there were some things in there I think and this it, is very it was the first one that recaptured some of the very awkward deliberately awkward sexual stuff from the alien like that had been in the first one because okay. the first one that like there was a lot of metaphor about rape male rape uh all that stuff the especially the original um art for the the xenomorph yeah was very phallic. It was so awkward. So this one was the first one that really brought that back, especially with the scene with David and uh, the 
later version of David, but uh, wasn't Walter. Walter. Which again, last podcast we talked about how great Michael Fassbender was. He was phenomenal in this movie in he both two roles. roles. And I was so sad when you found out like Walter was gone because I loved Walter. Um, and Covenant was I I enjoyed it a lot. And now they might not actually finish it, and if they do, it's going to be weird, because now it's very much David's story. So they're yeah. in this place where it's like, how are you going to set up this, the the originals? Because you're, if you're going to be able to actually make another one, because Covenant didn't make the money they wanted it to, and now Disney's buying Fox and all its movies, oh, yeah, so alien. Uh, yeah. If we ever get it, it's going to be like that prequel, so how are you going to get the stuff in the starting positions? But the one I think that you could do well, but they haven't yet, and they failed at it twice, is an Alien Predator movie. Yeah. Where there's been some very interesting and uh, great Alien Predator comics. There's been some good games. There's some story there. I'd love to see them actually get it done well. Because there's potential for a great movie in there. cool, yeah. But we've had two very bad ones. And bring Batman into the mix. (laughs) You ever seen those ones? Yeah, yeah that's Predator versus Batman. Yeah, Alien versus Predator versus Batman. There was a, a bat, I think it's Bat in the Sun is a YouTube channel that does fan films with Batman stuff with Batman, yeah. and it might it might predate Bat in the Sun, but if you look it up, there's a thing where Batman fights Predator, mm-hmm. or no, Batman fights the alien, the and then Predator shows up at the end. That's um, what's that short film called? You remember that one? Dead End, I think. Dead End. Yeah. yeah. And the guy playing Batman did well. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Overall, very good short film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, what sequels are absolutely terrible? Before we get that, I thought of two good comedy sequels. Okay. And I think comedy sequels especially are a hard nut to crack. They are. Um, more than any other sequel because comedy, it's... It's a tough movie. Not as many of them are rewatchable because it's like... You know the jokes. You know the jokes. The big laughs aren't there. Like some... There are some comedies I can rewatch over and over. Yeah. But then... But most of them I can't. Yeah. So... Because you know the jokes. You know all this. Uh, and then it's like, let's try to take something that was funny and taste and humor change. They evolve. They... Whatever. Yeah. So it's a, it's a tough nut to crack. But two in particular... Our Hot Shots Part Deux yeah. is hilarious, and in my opinion, the better Hot Shots movie. Mm-hmm. And then, even though it's not better than the first one, Airplane 2 is still hilarious. Airplane 2, the sequel. Airplane 2, the sequel. Even yeah. though it knows what it is, and it makes fun of itself yeah. for it, but it is still really, really funny. Yeah. Well, that's from um, the Zucker Brothers. Yeah. And there are other great sequels, Naked Gun two and a half. Yeah, <laughs> the Naked Gun movies, except for the third one. I, I don't. I'm not crazy about the third one. The first two are so funny and so rewatchably funny. That golden era of parody. They're just. They're so. I, I can't. I, I still laugh just thinking about them. Thinking about the jokes. I know them, but they're they're hilarious. Sometimes I just find myself myself quoting Naked Gun quotes. Uh, and just having a good laugh all by myself. Little out of the way place where we can get some great Viking food. (laughs) 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 Cracks me up every time. It's so good. Yeah. 
All right, so sequels that were absolutely bad. terrible. Absolutely terrible. The first right. one that comes to mind is Dumb and Dumber Two. That was so bad. I didn't watch it. It was so bad. Like it was just mean spirited comedy. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't them being dumb. It was them being mean. Well, especially Jim Carrey, uh, um, Lloyd being so mean. <laughs> it wasn't funny. Um. Terminator 3, Terminator, Terminator 4, 4, Terminator Genesis. Yeah. Uh, Matrix 2, Matrix 3. Yeah. Rocky 5. Alien Resurrection is pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, both Alien vs. Predators. <laughs> I like the second one. It's better because than... Because I can just turn off my mind. If I don't think about how bad it is, it's enjoyable. There's, there's some good stuff, but there's also a lot of stuff that I find even harder to watch now than I did when it first came out. Yeah. Um, so I never advise anybody to watch that movie. It's also shot terribly darkly. It's very, it's a very dark movie. Yeah, uh, thematically and actually lit. Um, Jaws three is is bad, and then Jaws four is even worse. And yeah. listener, you can, if you haven't watched it, I kind of want you to just so you can understand how bad this movie is. Or look up comedians have stand up routines mocking this movie. You know it's bad when you can make a comedy routine out of out of the entire movie. Before Honest Trailers did, and I'd love to see them tackle it, because um, there's a roaring shark. <laughs> Speaking of roaring, there's Jurassic World, uh, Fallen Kingdom, which isn't a bad movie, but it's really but stupid. It's come to re- I've come to realize how stupid it is. Yeah, I like I've said numerous times, it's one I'm not going to buy, and originally it was because it just bummed me out, but then. Over the past while, and especially after Honest Trailers did their their Honest Trailer, it is really dumb. It's a really dumb movie. Where uh, the biggest dumb thing, aside from we've created a human clone, which is just so many questions. And why would Hammond have beef with that when he's bringing back extinct species? That's different. Sure, we'll go with that. (laughs) It's still playing God. Yeah, sure. where it's, we've created a specifically engineered this dinosaur to to kill people. And how do we get it at you? By pointing a gun at you. Yeah. And we have to be able to point a gun at you. So we should be able to shoot you. But no. No. It's a light. So we can, in essence, shoot a dinosaur at you. And then there's the Dime Store Dinosaur Auction. Where yeah. A, a recreated dinosaur yeah. is selling for like 10 grand. And... You could buy a car. Or you could buy a dinosaur less than you can... For less than you can buy a car. Yeah. And then also, at the beginning, it's it's really dumb. The whole thing where they get to the island to get the Indominus DNA. Where you're in this water. Where this giant Mosasaurus, they're yeah. like, no, it, it, it hasn't eaten for dead. three years. It's probably dead. It would be dead. <laughs> it would be dead. Like, yeah. there was nothing to hint at how... The, the thing had eat, it been kept eating. Like, did the dinosaurs just go to that one open spot on the fence to eat and it just kept jumping out? Yeah. And then they're in a sub that would most likely have some kind of sonar that the Mosasaurus would set off because of its size. Yes. And it wouldn't just sit in one position. It, that sucker wouldn't be moving. It's really dumb. <laughs> yeah. And then, like I've mentioned... Johnny, little Johnny's going out to walk the dog, and there's a dinosaur that eats him. Yep. Like, there are dinosaurs free. That's kind of cool. But there's like 10 of them. Just round them up or shoot them. Hopefully, round them up because we want them alive. 
we want another movie. Uh, yeah. And it's they they're treating it like, oh yeah, just let them be with nature. But no, you got a raptor running around suburbia. Yeah. Eating people. You've got a T Rex. <laughs> you got a T Rex just walking around into the and just strolling into the zoo. You have a Mosasaurus swimming the open oceans. Yeah, there's a problem. That one out of any of the others could would cause the most problems because that's going to impact food chains, which have a larger impact. Yeah. But the rest of them, it's like, okay, it's a lone raptor that's not going to give birth to other raptors. A T-Rex and then like five pterodactyls. Yeah. I get that there's other animals out and about, but still. Oh, right, there is. What's, what's like the Apatosaurus going to do that's going to be detrimental? Yeah, you can just let them hang out. Yeah. They're just going to eat some trees. Yeah. Well, not even the trees, the leaves. Yeah, that's a bad one. Uh, Jurassic Park 3 yeah, that was is, is awful. Uh, a raptor saying <laughs> Alan should always <laughs> Alan. be made fun of. They work that into the every every honest trailer, and it's always hilarious. Oh man, and, uh, I really want uh, I really want Sam Neill back in this franchise because he deserves yeah. a better send off. Yeah, and I want Jeff Goldblum black <laughs> Jeff Goldblum back because he deserves a better send off. Well, you know, the the little bit that Malcolm was in Fallen Kingdom that was like that was he was a well written Malcolm. He yeah, was, they nailed Malcolm. Yeah. Uh, let's see other ones, and there's there's so many. There's so many. Uh, Superman three, and then especially Superman four: The Quest for Peace. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, those were bad. Uh, Batman Forever is. People will say like, "Oh, it's all right." It is. I don't think so. Last time I watched it, or the last two times, I'm just like, "This is really bad." It says something that you watched it two times. Yeah, I know. But it's one I'll throw on even though I know it's bad. Yeah. And then Batman and Robin is... is yeah, it's Batman and Robin. It's Batman and Robin. There's yeah. th- enough said. Uh, let's see. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Men in Black 2 was terrible. Yeah. Men in Black 3 was better. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Men in Black 3... Uh, Men in Black 2 was awful, though. That was a bad movie. The best thing about that was the Will Smith song. I don't remember that. Oh, it's a great song. Yeah, Men in Black 2. I remember coming home from the theater and just being like so like disgusted. <laughs> like, that movie was so bad. It was. It has its fans and I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Even though I've defended it, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 goes on I this list. I still haven't seen that. It's on my to-watch Netflix list, but I still haven't watched it. Um, the... So I put on Spider Man Three is terrible, but I put oh, yeah. all the all three Sam Raimi Spider Man movies on here. Come at me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll back you up. They're not good movies. No, thank you. Uh, and we talked about it last time X Men: The Last Stand, X Men Origins, Wolverine. They're on here. Uh, but with Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man Two, the for me it can, what keeps it me defending it is it can't. Uh, a couple things, mostly the the awesome chemistry between Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. Yeah. Uh, Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy. I'm a Gwen Stacy fan, so I always love seeing her in movies or her getting represented in the in the games and in the shows because it's always Mary Jane. Yeah. Because when you include Gwen Stacy, it's like okay, you know what's coming, you yeah. know what's coming. Uh, so they just don't. And then they give her stories to Mary Jane, and it frustrates me. Uh, and because Spider Man saves her. <laughs> so, and then the spirit, the thing they had to nail for me was Gwen's death. And even though they changed it up a bit, 
they still nailed its essence, its impact, its spirit. So that that's what saves that movie for me. But it has all the problems of Spider-Man 3, one movie earlier. Right. And we just had, in my opinion, a really good Spider-Man movie in The Amazing Spider-Man. I like that one a lot. Yeah. And somehow right. we ran into problems. <laughs> the same problems one movie later. Mm-hmm. Because let's create a universe out of a single character's character pool. But instead of flushing it out over several movies, let's rush it all in one. Yeah. Rushed, rush-packed movies are... Are no good. Yeah. Like X3 and Spider-Man 3 and probably another 3 that I can't think of right now. Yeah. It's always the third. Well, we're talking... Uh, Trek 5, the motion... Uh, Final Frontier is just the worst. It's awful. Yeah. Uh, Nemesis is really... Uh, yeah, Nemesis is really bad. I know Jill disagrees. She actually really likes that one. Um and it's I I've grown to hate it less as I the more I've seen it, but it's still bad. Mm-hmm. And Tom Hardy was really good in that. Except it's so weird. Mm-hmm. If you look up the uh, listener, look up the screen test because there's a scene of Hardy doing uh, a screen test with uh, Patty Stew, Patrick Stewart, Patty Stew, Sir Patty Stew, um, and his performance in that screen test is so much better than in the movie. And you're just wondering why did the director change it? It's mm-hmm. it's really weird. Uh, reboots. Let's reboot. let's segue into those. Reboot. Uh, do you think they have a good place? Is it something that is becoming uh, more of a well that people are just, like they're just willing to get to too fast? I mean, jumping the gun and rebooting too early. Is that what you mean? I guess yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, Spider Man was rebooted pretty quickly. Yeah, there was a four-year gap. <laughs> yeah. Um, do they have a place? Yeah, I think it's all right to reboot movies. Uh, remake is a different story. Because um, that's a whole other bag of bag of fish. Why kettle of fish. <laughs> I always mess up that. Uh, and kettle of fish is weird for me because I always picture a tea kettle. I'm like, you can't fit more than one fish in there. That's just illogical. <laughs> and And terrible. It's mean to the to the fish, and it would spoil um, your tea. Exactly. <laughs> so many problems with having a fish kettle. Yes. Um, yeah, reboots are all right. Um, they can take a killed franchise and bring new life into it, which is fine. Like it happened with Batman. Yep, Batman. And it's going to happen was... with Batman again. Yep. And uh, somewhat happened with Superman. Yeah, they tried a couple times with Superman. Didn't go great. Yeah, I still I still really enjoy Superman Returns. Flaws and all. I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't a bad movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't have a problem with reboots. It's it's one of those where if you're going to do it, I'd say do it well. Hopefully that yeah, oh yeah. that should do be the well. goal. Um, where you had yeah, Batman Begins turned out great. It, it yeah. was necessary. It was wonderful. Uh, I know there was Amazing Spider-Man. Some people like you should have just done the fourth, and that would have saved it. But everything yeah. I hear about Spider-Man Four, I'm like, no, it was it was still going to be not probably to me not a good movie, and still just like we've got the two villains and yeah. it's still too much. Uh, mm-hmm. So Amazing Spider-Man, I I really enjoyed because it 
I, I was done with the high school thing, but it was back in high school. And yeah, it, re, it rehashed some territory, but yeah. it was more of a focus movie. And I liked some of the stuff, uh, the stuff they did in a lot. And it gives you a chance to revive a dead franchise or say something new with those characters or update them. Uh, when Fantastic Four gets added to the MCU, it's oh, going yeah. to be... In, they're in dire need of a reboot. Oh, yeah. They that, just can't make a good Fantastic Four movie. No, we haven't... Like, there was the the little ones where it was so whoever could keep the rights that were awful. And then there was the live-action ones with Chris Evans and the awesome dude from Titanic. <laughs> Yon Gruffled, I think is his name. <laughs> is anyone alive out there? Ah, oh, Mr. Fantastic! Mr. Fantastic, <laughs> you're breaking my heart. Oh. Um, yeah, those first two were not good. And then, did you see Fan Forstick? <laughs> no, it never did. It is awful. Like... I watch it and I so badly hope that at some point there can be a documentary, like a thorough documentary released yeah. about the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Because that is more interesting than the actual movie. Uh, yeah. Just with the director apparently like at points when he wasn't getting it his way, just snapped and started self-sabotaging and yeah. apparently being like, I want you to blink in this <laughs> like now and... Or the studio being so insanely interfering and yeah, yeah, studio interference. I hear that. Well, I know it's bad. I've heard nothing but it's bad. But like, there's problems with like wigs. Yeah, there's <laughs> the noticeable reshoots. when the uh, the actress playing Sue yeah is is rocking a wig. Uh, Michael B. Jordan did good in it, and I had no problem with him being the sister. It's like, all right, adopted. That's that's fine. That's fine. You're that sure. works. I like him. I like Michael B. Jordan a lot. Yeah, he's he's really solid. Um, who would you say is in need of a reboot if if there was going to be one? Reboot. Uh, <laughs> well, they did the sequel, like I told you earlier. I just don't know what it's called. Um, what is in need of other than Fantastic Four and Superman and Batman and? Uh, I was going to say Daredevil, but he's got the TV series. And it's... It's it's good. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really ask for reboots. I just accept them. (laughs) (laughs) There's some stuff where it's... Like, if you're going to... In some ways, if you're going to continue it and kind of want a reboot... So, an example would be, like... Amazon's Lord of the Rings show. Yeah. I would much rather that it be a reboot in some ways. So, because the films were perfect. Yes. Like, even though they're they're very different from the books, they had to be. They had to be, because those books are dry. <laughs> they and, are dry but as then the, the sand. The Hobbit showed, because of how they did it, where it, trying to shoehorn in all this familiar stuff from the films bogged down an already expanded stretch film so with the show I'd rather in some ways take a reboot approach where just make it make it its own thing make it more like the book embrace more of the Tolkien lore it's probably not going to but I did a list a, a while ago on the website where it's I'd love almost an anthology bit where the first season is like the 
the first age and then the second age and then if you're going to end it anywhere and you wanted it to look like the movies get to the point in the third age before the hobbit where it's like the world grows into it but i'd almost rather the show be its own thing like yes you can wink wink nudge nudge by having cameos from characters or sure cast ian mckellen as gandalf if if he's going to be in it but have it be its own separate thing instead of too much like the movies that's that's one and Jurassic Park even though there's going to be a sixth one yeah I'd rather a I'd almost rather a reboot uh, not a remake because the first film is fantastic yeah. but reboot it and make it like the book yeah like the R-rated book that's not gonna happen though it's, they need to sell tickets to children yeah it's not but it, it like if they did it like the book that could be a great film oh yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> um and then there's some stuff i never want them to to reboot just leave it alone like the matrix at points i've heard rumors of rebooting the matrix where it's like don't do it just somehow erase the second two and just leave it as the first and restore its legacy yeah, just erase the second and third ones yeah just be like they didn't happen we're sorry <laughs> they were deleted they were deleted digital like the matrix Yes. Ah. Uh, before we wrap up, you touched on remakes, yeah. and that would be interesting. Uh, what are are there any things you'd like to see remade? What are Matrix your sequels? <laughs> just try again. Just, uh, just forget they happen and try again. And why do you put remake in a different category or its uh, own kettle of fish? Remakes have a certain. Um, um, well, they're they're kind of like they're they're kind of like another shade of gray, where between reboots and remakes, they're kind of the same idea, but they're different. Reboots are kind of like uh, we already had one. I mean, remakes are like we already had one. We liked it. Why do you need to try again? It's clear that you're just trying to make money. Hmm. Like um, uh, there, there's. There's lists that people put together of movies that can never be remade, like The Godfather. If they were to remake The Godfather, it's not because it needed to be remade. It's because they want to make money. Right. And it seems very hollow and transparent. Um, remakes have that um, tag of unnecessary on them, where reboots... Um, have a, a, a little bit more legitimacy to them like okay reboots is something that was already dead where remake is resurrecting right something that died peacefully <laughs> potentially <laughs> or not even died but you, you know what i mean like something that is at rest and is at peace yeah huh. that's my spiel fair enough yes uh what uh, aside from the matrix sequels what would you say like that should be remade or are there any films where you're like would you be curious about a remake because it's fun to talk about i.e. Jaws but you wouldn't actually want it remade uh, I think that a Crow remake would be good they've floated that around for years now uh, when I watch the Crow I think of how good it could be with modern technology yeah. to do the story right to do the visuals r- properly because there's a lot of like, it just needed a couple of years 
and Brandon Lee to be around. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I watched The Crow, I'm like, Brandon Lee, he was going to be a superstar. He was so good in that movie. Oh, yeah. It's um, been a while since I've watched The Crow because it's... I don't find it that good. Oh. <laughs> There's there's some really good parts. Yeah, there's, there's some really good parts, but a lot of it is thematically. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, thematically, but watching the film. Yeah, there's some really bad stuff in it. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna lie about that. Uh, what else should be remade? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> Ghostbusters, uh, <laughs> but not as all women. If they're going to redo Ghostbusters, just like... No, I don't even want a remake of Ghostbusters. I want a sequel. I want a proper sequel. I want Ghostbusters 3. And if you're going to... Or I think there's a way where uh, you can you can do it with all women, but if it, don't make that like the one and only selling feature. Yeah. Don't make it about, oh, now they're women. Yeah. where That's where... I know some disagree, but I found Ocean's 8. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I found it to be a fun movie, yeah. and I what I liked with the movie was I didn't I didn't see as much of a it's like oh it's the women's ocean movie. That's what it seemed like to me, and that's why I didn't see it. Okay, I, I love the like a good heist movie. To me, it, but was, it just seemed like oh they're women. You got to see it because they're women. Which I I didn't find as much. I saw it was like yes, it's an all female cast, but I saw it more selling itself as it's it's a heist movie. Yeah. That just happens to be an all-female cast this time around. Which I was fine with because I'm like, I got three... Uh, oh, there's a sequel this bad. Ocean's 12. Ocean's 12 is yeah, that terrible. Was, that was not a good movie. No. I enjoyed 13. 13 was really good. Yeah. Ocean. It, it wasn't Ocean's 11, no. but it was still really good. Yeah, 12 was really bad. Yeah, 12 I can't watch. Um, Jill and I really like the Ocean's movies. I showed her Ocean's 11, and she was like, that's really good. Can we watch the other ones? I was like, sure, just a heads up. Ocean's 12 is awful. And then she, she had said something like, at times I make certain movies sound worse than they actually are yeah uh, this one was really <laughs> we have differences of opinion and then at the end of it she's like wow that was really bad I was like told you uh, and then we watched Ocean's 13 and she she really liked that and I liked that one uh, 8 I dug a lot uh, I wouldn't mind if the franchise kept going and having an all female cast isn't a bad thing women are 50% of the population yeah I don't have any problem with women yeah don't, don't get me wrong yeah no it's uh, it was more just, so just if that's yeah. the only selling feature where yeah if it's if it's not a good movie and the only feature is like it's it's about the movie will suffer I didn't find this one did uh, I, the whole cast did great well then maybe I'll check it out and it's the first time I actually enjoyed Sandra Bullock I don't believe it. I actually enjoyed her. I don't believe it. Mike and I Stop are... lying to me. <laughs> Mike and I both are some of the few who, for the most part, don't enjoy uh, Sandra's body of work. But this one, she turned it around for me. I enjoyed her performance a lot. Um, sorry, back to the uh, to the remakes. Uh, the fun one for me is always... Uh, people do, like, fantasy football and all that. I'll do, like, fantasy film remake. And just in conversation for me the fun one is Jaws and Jaws 2 and 12 Angry Men where especially 12 Angry Men I don't want to remake for because it's a fantastic film but it's and Jaws is a perfect film so I don't want it remade because I don't think there's anything new to gain from a remake but what's fun to talk about with it is who would you cast because Jaws is a heavy acting movie 
It is. like yeah, It's not about the shark. No. The second hour is three dudes on a boat. Yeah. So it's fun to think of who now could be in that role, who could channel those characters, put their own spin on it. And then Jaws 2 is fun because so many of it, so much of the cast is people from the first movie it with slightly larger roles, but then it's mostly teenagers. So then it's like, oh great, you could throw, that could be the one where it's like, everybody's in this movie. So you could throw in Emma Stone, you could throw in all these people, you could do all of that, and that one would be fun. Uh, actual remakes I want, uh, I'd love, just remake The Hobbit, do it well, do yeah, it in one, if not two. Uh, I'd love the Star Wars prequels remade. Yeah, just try again. Because where I get, I get where you're coming from, where with remakes they can just be a straight up cash grab. Yeah. But I think at certain times with original move with original movies, if you reboot it and you tell the you just tell the same story, then the problem is you're just doing the exact same thing. Yeah, Whereas just... if you say it's a remake and it's, I feel like I can this story's been told, but I didn't feel it was told well enough, or I I see ways where yeah. we could tell this story better. Yeah. If that's the motivation behind it, I'm I'm behind re, uh, a remake. Yeah. Uh, Instead of just a straight up reboot, because a reboot would start a franchise. Because yeah. I can't think of a single like standalone movie that we're like, oh, we're rebooting it. Nobody's like, we're rebooting Galaxy Quest. Because <laughs> Ga- a cinematic universe <laughs> out of Galaxy Quest, <laughs> which no hate on Galaxy Quest. I love that movie. It's it's great, yeah. but you don't. That would be a remake, and not a reboot. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. There's all these reboots that are that they've tried recently to try to make cinematic universes. Yeah. Stop, stop. <laughs> yeah. And cinematic universes, that's a that's another topic for another time. Yeah. We should have included this one in this one, but uh next time I comes back we will talk about cinematic universes cinematic and the the pros and cons of them. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, dear listener, thank you for listening. Uh, hope you enjoyed. And let us know in the comments, what are some of your favorite sequels? What are some of your favorite reboots? What would you like to get see remade? And do you think that there is too much of that going on and there needs to be standalone, uh, standalone movies again? Uh, or can there be a, a healthy mix of both standalone and the, uh, the endless sequels and franchises? Um, yeah, there's a platform. There's you can get film in so many different ways now. Netflix, Hulu, Hulu, Hulu. Am- Amazon. I think you said Hulu twice. <laughs> I did because I, I, it's fun to say. Uh, Am- like you can get it on Prime, the Disney streaming channel, DC's service coming up. It's yeah. an interesting time to be a film fan and a show fan. There's so many avenues now. Anyways. Or you can just watch movies on TV. Yeah. Watch movies on TV. Go see them in theaters because they need to make money so they can keep making them. That's right. Yep. Go see a movie in a theater. It's the ultimate way to see a movie. It's true. It's true. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Hope you all enjoy. We're going to go play uh, Spider-Man for PS4. It's an awesome game. Have a great day, listener. God bless. Take care.